0: Good morning, good day, good evening, dear listeners. This is the hashtag from coach to coach. Hashtag we talk on Mondays. This is your host, Francisco. This is a podcast of two coaches having a coffee conversation, in which our guest today, Mary Bassett, uh she was born from France, raised in born Brazil.
1: In
0: Brazil. Abort- okay, I'm sorry. Raised in France or, or the other way around?
1: Yeah, born in Brazil, but raised in France.
0: Okay. Born in Brazil, raised in France, and now she's based in Sydney. Let's welcome Mary. Mary, welcome. Thank you for joining our community.
1: Thank you so much for having me, Francisco. Very nice to be here today.
0: Likewise, likewise. Always. It's a pleasure to have a coach in our in our, in, in our conversation here in in this podcast. So, Mary, first question to you: Who is Mary as a coach?
1: Well, <laughs> that's a very good question. <laughs> uh, I think, well, I am a career coach and mentor. That's what I do, and I think I I am a fun coach, and that's what comes out in a lot of my sessions or that I bring sun and light to the people that I work with. Um, And I work with people that are from, you know, their early 30s up to 50, 55 at different levels in their career, whether it is to figure out what is the next step, whether it is growing and becoming better at something that they're doing, or maybe working with new managers. And then what I do that I'm also strengths- Certified coach like you, yeah. so I do. I, I mix a bit of strength coaching because I think it's pretty amazing to be a Gallup certified coach. And on the mentoring side, I I used to be a recruiter in Singapore and in London, um, and so I help people prep for interviews um, because I know it's a quite a stressful process. So we go through that process together.
0: It's a very nice portfolio you have. As a background, as a coach, Mary. So here you're pretty much a a career coach and a mentor.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: I just if 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 you if you don't mind, when you asked said about the career coach, you talk with people for either for their next step, performance, how to grow or they're growing, encounter with managers. May I ask? The current situation that we have, the COVID, the career coach.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Beside of this uh, uh, this highlight that you shared, is there any anything else that you have seen that within your clients or your uh, your audience has been asking something else outside career coach related COVID that you've noticed?
1: Yeah, I think there's the biggest thing is what we see online a lot on LinkedIn or you know even on Instagram for different coaches is resilience, right? Okay. Um, honestly, what I've seen is that people are tired. People are zoomed out. They're tired. They have a massive workload, um, and they have a hard time mentally dealing with it. You know, I have a lot of people telling me, "Oh my God, you know, we used to be able to travel, and now we've been in lockdown for mm-hmm. so long." it's mentally kind of heavy, this yes. load of knowing that you can't really go anywhere. And I think people are not taking enough breaks during the day. That's what I've been coaching so many of my clients on. Are you taking breaks? Well, no, I mean, meetings all day, you need to put breaks. Yeah. Um, so I think this is something, you know, like the mental well-being is the biggest thing and the resilience to hard situations.
0: I see. So based on that, they're saying, now you're encountering a lot of resilience, you know, how to, to accept, how to maintain, yeah. how to balance. And based on the other aspect that maybe two years ago was quite important, how to grow, how to manage a new team, a manager, so how how in, you know, in that situation you are, what are your discovery from yourself that you're able to bring during the conversation so that you can really support your client based on the current situation
1: we have? Um, I think I've been lucky enough, first of all, to work internationally. So I worked in various countries, you know, France, England, U.S., um, Singapore, and now Australia. And I think this really helps me also understand people's culture, because, uh, you know, there's always culture difference when you work in international companies. And life yes. maybe was easier when people were able to meet face to face, because they used to be able to travel for business, right? Now they can't and they need to adapt to each other while never meeting each other. (laughs) So this is often a subject. So I think that because I, I have lived in various countries, I have friends in various countries, I can always bring a little bit of a story about, hey, this is the culture there. And maybe this is something you need to be aware of when you work with these people. And I think it's the main thing that I'm bringing to my clients as well, because I have experienced it myself. It's always something that I can bring to those people on the international market um, or to the people being like, well, we're supposed to work together, but we've never met because we're unable. So how to deal with that? So I think I always have creative ways to try to make it a little bit easier on people and help them also find the right way for them because obviously it's good for them to find the right way that works
0: i see so what did you say what is the right way to work then now
1: <laughs> i think the right way depends on on different people right it's very individual depending on who they are and you know what is their way of working and so i think people through coaching are really understanding what works best for us and it's very interesting you know when you see people getting that awareness of how they should do something yes, so exciting uh, and they have found they found it themselves so i think this is always like a very exciting part of my job when people understand what they should be doing but for themselves because you know you always have clients asking you but tell me what i should do <laughs> and you're like what works for me might, might not work for you so i think the best way is for people to take a step back and then realize what you know what has worked and what could work in the future.
0: Well, I like that because, as you said, uh, whatever works for us for an individual doesn't mean it will work for the others, right? And people has sure. to understand has to has to create that. And what you said a while ago, we as a coach, we are there to support, to be there, and to open a bit more the horizon. Let's say of of our client, yeah. but the client at the end is the day he's the one. Has to discover what else, and it's a good moment when there's like a oh aha, that's what the, yeah. you know a, a, a small discovery of of True. what's happening, and then suddenly it pops up in there in front of their mind or their head, and there's oh, So I can do that. So that's, that's <laughs> and I see yeah. that that's what you've seen also in the in the process of when you're with your clients and and coaching them, right? But this is this yeah. is one thing. Moving forward, you know, already, like, so you've experienced the, the, like the old old normal. We have our new normal and you experience that still. We don't know until when, right? But what would you like, what would you be bringing more on the table for the, for the next future, for the next, for the, what will be happening to be ready, right, for the awareness? Do you, have you thought about that? Do you have anything you would like to share?
1: Um, so, I mean, I think I always think about it, but, you know, it can always change, right? Um, I think it's good that people are staying open-minded, and that's what I like to work on with them, whether it's now or in the future, because I think the more open that we all are, the easier it can be to adapt to different situations. Um, and I think that what I've seen when I work through my own company, but also sometimes with other clients, I do share something that, that happened to, you know, to me as well Mm -hmm. that I'm bringing to the table. And so they, and they can relate and then sometimes it's helping them uh, realize maybe it's not just me. Uh, You know, (laughs) sometimes anyone think, Oh, something happened to me and it's, it's terrible. I don't know how to deal with it. And then you realize, Oh, actually someone else, even my coach had something similar. And so I think that's what I bring also to the table. I really bring authenticity and mm-hmm. I keep on having it in my sessions because sometimes it's just really hard for people to relate or to move forward until they realize that they're not alone. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I guess that's what I bring and that's what I want to keep bringing that awareness for the future.
0: Yeah, I think it's it's quite important, especially now. You know, what I'm saying is that we as a social, uh, human being, we, as, we are very uh, social individuals. We we like to, for some reason, we would, we are, we need to be with with our people, and we have to go out, right? And this having this chance or being the, the the change of status quo of being not, I don't say want to say isolated, but not having this interaction with others yeah. is a bit uncomfortable, right? But you said again, the world awareness. How would you, I would like to know is, you know, the people start looking on themselves, but they're not not closing, but I think there's a good opportunity for the coach. Instead of the individual closing like the flower on at night, right? The coaches has to be there so that when it blooms again the next day, they have to be aware that there's still some kind of good opportunity there. So what do you think about that when you you say awareness? How can you bring that awareness constantly to your clients?
1: I think there's also something about people being aware of other people's feelings. I guess maybe a little bit more of empathy. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, with that, I like the analogy of the flower because I think it's not just people being aware of themselves but being aware of the surroundings and also what other people are going through. So, you know, by being also open-minded and, and you know, try to leave the flower open, but it's not just the coach, right? Because at the end of the day, we support them for a time and then they need to support each other, uh, you know, themselves and each other. Um, so, you know, just keep growing their own mindset, creating new habits, but finding people that can really support them. I think through the pandemic, you kind of know who your real friends are. <laughs> Yeah, uh, and you know who you can really count on—whether it's your family, your friends, or your colleagues—and so I think we need to keep, um, you know, being aware of this, because while the coach can support you for a while, then you need to just fly on your own and find your own way as well.
0: I totally agree what you just said. I was just reading a, a book a couple of days ago, and for us, as an individual, for us to move to move forward. We cannot just rely on ourselves. We have to look in some kind of role models, cousins that we feel, our cousins, our uncles, relative friends, who we think they have a certain thing that inspires us, we can approach them. And what you said, finding people yeah. to help them, right? Support them. So again, going back, we are, uh, are human beings. We need to be socializing. That's our nature. We're change yes. that. But there's one thing that when you were talking about this, um, your story, you talk about your background, your, internet, your you know, in a way, it's a good that you had this opportunity to have experience in an international environment and living in different countries, right? But to, are there any difference, a big difference, between what you see within your friends in Europe or in South America or in Southeast Asia about their what they're having? or feelings, emotions regarding COVID?
1: No, I think the emotion has been the same. Ah. And, you know, this is really funny because it's the first time where everyone is experiencing something so similar that I I found that people are really understanding what's going on in your life because they're living the same thing. And why it has been, you know, terrible situation, obviously. I mean, I haven't been home for a year and a half. haven't seen my family, my mom. So, you know, it has been tough for a lot of us that on top of it are not home. But the good thing has been you get texts from people all over the world and, hey, how are you doing? You know, how are you surviving the situation and vice versa? And it's been interesting to see how suddenly everyone is empathetic of more people because it's been really tough for them. And they understand what you're going through. And so it's opening probably more conversations. So this part has been nice to know that anyone in the world at any point is going to support you because they're actually living the same thing. Um, so that has been very interesting. And it hasn't been very different, though.
0: Yeah, I, I can hear your smile and your tone that <laughs> definitely uh, you have at least open up embracing
1: yeah
0: what we what even though the COVID has bring several you know um unfortunate things but looks like for me and i, yeah. I, I there's a society there's a new the society has able to understand that globally <laughs> wherever you go people are the same
1: yeah Exactly. Interesting,
0: eh? <laughs> no, no, very interesting. And this one thing, I don't know if you followed the Olympic Games of, of Japan to 2022, uh, 2020. In the beginning, first two days, the thing was quite empty. It was only athletes, and yeah. then so, because of the you know the, the restrictions and all this. Yes. But my observation is that during the the during the coming of days or of 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 the events. It looks like they were opening up a bit more. They were feeling like, yeah, we're here. Yeah, there's no Omas Oges oh, in the, in the in venues. But little by little, you can see the cheering, the spirit, And the spirit of the athletes, even though they're from either country. Well, there was more Uh they are more colleagues camaraderie. And more, I don't notice that. So I don't know if there's something that you've, you're relating this to your what you observe in your coaching sessions from the current COVID uh, uh, years that or months that we have.
1: Yeah, I think, and I agree with you, I think uh, the athletes have become like, it's been interesting, right? They've been supporting each other as well. Correct. <laughs> Being two, getting the same medal, like things like this. Uh, that I've read or that I saw. I thought he was helping each other like get to the finish line, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Which in the, our old normal would have been ridiculous, right? Because everyone would have been like, come on. And now he's just like, oh, he stopped and helped him. <laughs> like, uh, And I think it's very important because they are role models, right? Yes. And I think it's very interesting. They're role models for younger generations, but even for us, right? And so you can really translate that in the coaching Um, I think in the coaching, have I seen it? I think it depends on people, right? Um, I think for new managers, perhaps I've seen it because they want to make things different. Uh, But maybe older managers that are not really open, some of them won't really change. They try, which is good. Maybe earlier they would not have tried. So I guess we need to give them credit as well. Um, But at the end of the day, we're humans and we're individuals, right? Yes. So so the thing is, even when you experience a situation that's difficult and you're empathetic to what's happening to someone else, at the end of the day, if empathy is not your thing, how can you change, really, if you don't want to?
0: Yeah. But the thing, as I said... Yeah, I mean, I suppose that less there are people more empathy or less empathy, right? But uh, you know, but at the end of the day, I'm convinced that we as a human being, we have something that we can relate in some way yeah. to each other. And can it be a big change? I don't know. Could it be a little step of change, maybe? But I think there's something yeah. that yeah, there's something you said in our conversation, finding people to help them. Is essential. So you cannot be alone. That's basically. Do you agree?
1: That's, yeah, that's true. You know, I agree. You know, one of the things that I've done this year, well, because I launched my company during COVID, I always ask my clients if they have a like a support network. And if mm-hmm. they don't, um, because it can be professional or personal, right? It doesn't matter. You need just a few people to support you. And I had a new client yesterday And while she has a support system outside of work, she doesn't have one at work. Uh, And I said, okay, we we need to look for someone that you can relate to, and that can maybe even mentor you a little bit, or that you can talk to when you have something. Because we have a program together, but it's not going to be, you know, for (laughs) an unlimited time. So what happens after our program? And I think it really helped her thinking, like, okay, yeah, know what happens after. Uh, so yeah, like she would be looking for who can support her also professionally. And I think that's, that's important. I definitely agree with you. People need Mm. to have a support network to move forward.
0: Yes. And I think one of the things that I think it's, it's what I'm hearing so much in, in the coaching community is like, you know, we're, we're working on this and, you know, the coaches as a professional coach, I think we have the capacity we have the experience, we have the passion, we have the energy to be that, to, to be at least the first step, To at least to say, to be there for people who would like to find someone to be with or to, to help them or support them. Well, this is the first step. That's a good change, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah, it is.
0: Mary, hey, we're about to, to reach our, our close of our session. Any last words that you would like to share to our audience?
1: No, thank you so much for, for listening and keep supporting each other. If you don't have a support network, look for one, look at creative ways to get one and stay safe and stay positive. I think a lot of us sometimes are seeing things negatively when even through the negative, there are a few positive things uh, to be looking forward to. So. You know, this situation is made a bit easier. I know it's hard, but by supporting each other, it should be a little bit easier. So that's what I would like to say to everyone. Stay safe, guys.
0: Well, thank you, Mary. Definitely stay safe, but look for support. You're not, you cannot you, yeah. we cannot be alone. That's it. Exactly. Open up and and we are for I, I hope that this kind of message can be reached uh can reach our audience to, to be. To help them and to get this some kind of uh at least a, a, a small initiative for them to look for someone uh to be with and to get some kind of support. Thank you very much, Mary.
1: Truth. Thank you, Francisco. Thank you so much. Very nice to have done the podcast with you.
0: I likewise, likewise. Well, good morning, good day, good evening, to the audience. This is another episode of from a hashtag from coach to coach, hashtag We talk on Mondays. This is your host, Francisco. I hope to hear or see you
1: in the next episode. Thank you very much.